0: The Bible in his hand, he thumbs
1: the well-worn pages like before. The evening young, and he an aged man. He seeks to understand
0: his Maker more. Bill, this is the second podcast that I've asked you to kind of put on your pastoral hat. And talk about the church, uh, the culture of the church. This has really made the rounds, this story. And the headline is, what? Church asks elderly to stay away. Well, it turns out that this is true. Cottage Grove, Minnesota, a struggling Minnesota church, is asking its older parishioners to leave in hopes of making it more attractive to young families. (laughs) This is
1: so (laughs) stupid, Kevin. It's just... It's laughable. It's hard to believe that people can be this short-sighted, this blind. But you're right. Uh, I I wonder what denomination is this, a struggling church, it says. Uh, And lo and behold, it's the United Methodist Church. Um, The United Methodist denomination is in free fall and on the verge of splitting um, because of its Uh, liberal theology, no longer being faithful to the biblical message. Um, If they want to increase membership, they ought to try preaching the gospel uh, faithfully. Um, And I think that would be the way to to draw more people. But to kick out everybody over 65 and say, go elsewhere, you're not welcome here. It's just astonishing. You know, it occurred to me as I I, I read this story, if they— really want to appeal to the younger crowd and and get the elderly to leave, what they ought to do is just start a contemporary service with a garage band on stage for the worship music, and all the elderly would be <laughs> leave of their own free will. They would get out. So just start yeah. a contemporary music service yeah. uh, in the morning service, and the elderly will be more than happy to exit, I think. yeah.
0: Well, it's, it's true. The present members, most of them over the age of 60, will be invited to worship elsewhere. The St. Paul Pioneer Press reported, The church is asking that they stay away for two years, then consult the pastor about reapplying. And a lot of the locals are saying, I pray for this church. I'm getting through this age discrimination thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be... Uh, as charitable as they can be. It, it, they are in free fall, and here, are they trying to do something just really radical
1: to try to turn it around? It seems you like know? it. It says in the article here that the weekly attendance is only 25 people. Yeah, That's all that go to this church is 25 people, and so they're going to say to all of the over 60 crowd, go elsewhere, leave, and then we're going to start up the church again trying to reach out to the younger generation, and I can guarantee you, this is going to fail. This is going to fall flat on its face because it's uh, trying to have something that is so um, consumer-driven is not the way to build a good church. Well, Bill, apparently they've hired uh,
0: you know this consultant, and the consultant right. said, "Let this happen. You know, we're not going to physically bar you,
1: but you don't need to come during this time." Now, this is just mad. Aren't there other options? Of course, we want to reach out to a, a younger generation. You don't want a bunch of old people in in church with no young families or or singles. But why not do both? Why does it have to be either or? For example, at the church I attend, we have one service which is very traditional, held in the sanctuary. Uh, and you look at that crowd, and it's mainly silver hair uh, in that that congregation, mm-hmm. but then there's another service in the gym that has the garage band and the music, and that's full of people who are younger and um, haven't learned to appreciate the great hymns <laughs> of the faith <laughs> and uh, and so they attend that service yeah. and we all get along great together. There's mm. there's no reason that the older folks in this church have to be swept under the rug or expelled as though they don't exist in order to draw in more people by having programs geared to those ages. and And moreover, I want to say, Kevin, is that I think it's wonderful when you can have a mixed age group because it helps you to – realize that we're all part of the family of Christ, which includes children and young adults and senior adults, too. In our Defenders class that I teach every Sunday morning, we have a range of ages from high school up through senior citizens. And one of the most interesting things about this class in terms of its demographics is I've never taught a class before where class members have died. And yet we have now had, I think, about three deaths of older members of the class and then had funerals and remembered them and memorialized them. And I think this is healthy for the younger members of the class, the young singles, to stare death in the face And to realize that this life is not going to go on forever, that our existence is finite and frail and that suddenly someone who looks great can be hit with leukemia like Dr. Bob in our class and taken from you. Mm -hmm. And so I really enjoy the fact that in our Defenders class, we have a mixture of age groups represented that all... Are interested in getting the same teaching?
0: Yeah, and Bill, I know that there are different interests and things like that, but we really do seem to segregate the ages in our churches. So I'm glad to see see this. You can hear it in the Q&A time and defenders. You know, if you listen online, yes, or if you watch uh, uh, if you watch the video of all ages getting together, and we we need the young people need. The elderly, and the elderly need the young people. Yes. Being around young people energizes Oh, older yes. People. They love it. And we need their, I say we, their wisdom. Young people need to hear from someone who's been down the road. Why not get them together as often as possible? Yeah, there'll be little things. We'll take the youth to a concert somewhere, and we'll take the older people bowling or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but why not? Find as many ways as possible to get them all together.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I mentioned the value of having older folks in the class, but you're quite right. To have those young guys in the class, that energizes me. I I just love the young uh, singles that are in the class. We've had some of them marry uh, or become engaged and then have children. So Mm -hmm. we've seen all the stages of life over the 20 years that I've been teaching Defender's class, uh, from births until deaths, and that's a, a good cross-section of the way life is. Yeah.
0: Well, Bill, bottom line as we end today, I, I think that uh, your prediction is, here in Cottage Grove, that this is not going to work.
1: No. When you only got a hundred years to live.